The shorthanded Utah Jazz came to Oklahoma City to face the hottest team in the NBA. The result was, as I set it up to be right there, a blowout win for the Thunder, but some real bright spots for the Utah Jazz, and we're talking about them next on Postcast. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. David Locke along with Ron Boone as we come to you from Oklahoma after the Jazz lose it to the Thunder by the final score of 134 to 120. That was the closest the game was since halftime. At halftime, it was 66-52 at 14. And then the Thunder blew the Jazz out, outscoring them 45-23 in the third quarter. The Jazz then blew out the Thunder 45-23 just to make it convenient. We literally flipped scores in those two quarters. And the Jazz lose it 134-120. to 120. But I thought there were a lot of bright spots for the Utah Jazz. tonight. Thunder are a better team. They're 15-7 and seven. over the last 10 games. They had the number one differential. We were playing without our entire starting uh, front court, without John Collins, Lowry Markin, and Walker Kessler tonight. So maybe not a ton of surprise. But, Ron, I, we're watching Keontae grow. Some of his shooting numbers have not been great. His last game was, was much better. Um, you know, in his 14 starts, he's shooting 33%, 29% from threes. But we're beginning to see this kind of happen, and he looked much better. I, he was 5 of 11 the other night. Tonight he was 10 of 17. He's 15 of his last 28 from the field. He's three of uh, 5 of 9 from 3 tonight after being 2 of 5. He's 7 of 14 from 3, 50% in his last two games. I talked to him a lot today after shoot-around about how to play the pick-and-roll and what to do, and, and we're seeing him – really grow up. This is what this is about, is seeing him grow up and understand how to play. We're going to continue to see that, and, and we're probably going to have something good to say about him every night because we, we're right now, with the amount of minutes that he's getting, the freedom that he has right now, and and, and, and the guidance, I, I think, from the coaching staff, he, he's going to continue to grow. So we'll have a lot of good things to say about him going forward. Yeah, let's talk about what are you seeing in his growth? What are you seeing in the way he's playing right now that's allowing him to get more comfortable looks and look better on the floor. You, you can talk about growth and the, the things that he's doing out there on the floor or those things that he's been was doing in college um, or is has he just – his game is translated into a, a, a pro game. Uh, but I think more so than anything, his confident level is, is picked up and – as you mentioned so many times, the amount of times he's watching film, so he's watching himself. He, he's, he's, and when you do that, you, you have tendencies to not make as many mistakes. Um, and I should have done this, or I should have done that in that situation. Then when it, now all of a sudden, there it is again, you know what to do. So I talked to Keontae today. I talked to Taylor Keontae and then Mark Dagnall and Will Hardy about how hard it is for young guys to learn the pick and roll. So Keontae was super interesting. Keontae said to me, in college, the big just sits under the rim. Mm -hmm. He's like, the big just sits under the rim. Everyone's in the, I, I come out the pick. He's like, I had all day. I can figure out what I was going to do. I can pull for a mid-ranger every time. The role guy is is kind of doesn't exist, and you're just playing that. It's that simple in that. Talon was interesting to me. He said, there's no, like, this is the first time I've ever played with a role big. Like, in high school and college, in AU and college, like, no role bigs. Like, that's a totally different read than a read you've ever made in college. So, back to Keontae for a second. So Keontae said to me, but I mean, here he's like, you know, I've got the big thing he said is I've got to learn the off the bounce three because they don't respect me right now. They're going under. I, I can't create anything for anybody else. But 
Then he listed five or six NBA players, and he talked about, hey, if they watch them, they come off, if they hit the off-the-bounce three, then they got to come out and play you, or they got to fight through a little harder. Then that opens up everything else. They got to trail you, get you, get you downhill in a different way. And so he does have a clear understanding of what he's trying to get done here. Or if, if he's watching film and understands what's going on out there on the floor, and, and then even in practice, you, you, you pick up those things. Yeah, you see it coming. You see it coming, and, and you just respond to it. You get to the point where you're playing the, the game with muscle memory. I mean, and, and boy, that's where stardom, all of a sudden, it's, it's in your favor. So I think what's also interesting on this is Will Hardy's comment that Will's getting texts from Keontae late at night while he's watching games with specific things that are going on. That Keontae, you know, Will said, it's, I hate to say this, it's a rarity, but Keontae's really a basketball junkie was the, mm-hmm. the phrase that Will used today at the media session about him and that he... You know, he's watching other players. He's trying to pick up what's going on. His, his comment today, I think, was, um, you know, um, oh, it was interesting. Another comment he made about Keontae was that the difficulty about this is that a lot of this happens in games. Mm-hmm. That Because the NBA, you have to learn in games. And we're literally watching him learn and go through the failures um, in games. And I think that's a that's an interesting one for understanding what, what he's seeing in tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did a nice job with that. Nate, the other one is tonight. I think you just touched on something that's very important because you said understanding. I mean, you can watch something and, and say, boy, I can do that, or um, I would have done this in that situation and all that kind of stuff. But just understanding uh, gets to the point where you understand the game more so. So that was a great point. 30 points for Keontae, three rebounds, seven assists, 33 minutes tonight, five of nine shooting. And we really watched an aggressive mi- – the two plays that jumped out to me and off the bounce three, because he talked about it with me a little earlier in the day, and it's pretty amazing to watch him do it. Then that drive on, on Chet Holmgren where he just attacked the rim. He has not been an elite rim finisher in college. He's not been an elite rim finisher. He showed some athleticism and power that we haven't seen out of him and before. Two things about that dribble drive you're talking about. First of all, he, he got up high enough to the point where Holmgren didn't have the advantage as far as his height is concerned. Secondly, he put that forearm into the chest there of, of Holmgren, and he knew – Holmgren is a shot blocker, so he puts it high off the glass. That's predetermined. Going to the basket, you know that you have a shot blocker, and so you know you have to put it high off the glass, and that's a very soft shot because you actually hits the backboard on the way down, David, and that's where you end up scoring. Other jazz player I thought was really terrific tonight was Simone Fontecchio. He shoots 7 of 11 from three, or from the field. He ended up having 10 points in the first quarter that got the jazz going he hit, he uh had four block shots tonight he just plays with a relentless energy all night long yeah it's surprising i think all of us because we have not seen him play the amount of minutes consecutive minutes anyway that he's ended up playing out there on the floor so his game seems to pick up the more minutes that he get uh, is he one of those guys that can give you a lot in a short period of time uh I think we'll think so because that was a question I asked of him, and he said he thought Fonseca would be that guy. But we see what he can do with 23 minutes. There. You know who he's beginning <laughs> to remind me of? And I hope this does not mean that he's on the becomes the most sought-after trade player like the one. He's beginning to remind me a lot of Alex Caruso in Chicago. Hmm. Okay. Like, like just Alex a lot, Caruso. like yep. a little bit better player than people realize. He's 6'7". He's a little longer than people realize. He's tough as he, he he's athletic like i think he's a better like he's a real piece to a puzzle and honestly like i watch him tonight he's got to be our number one scorer in a way J- J- jc is just so far off his game lowry's out 
this team really is just having a miserable time trying to score points right now. And he came and opened the first quarter as our primary scorer. Could you imagine if he was playing? I don't, I'm not trying to trade him. Trust me. I'm just trying to give an example. Like if he played for Lakers or Milwaukee or one of these really good teams where he was allowed to play off of players and he's open for those threes and then can use that dribble drive and he's athletic enough to play defensively. Like that's a nice piece of a puzzle for someone, maybe yeah. hopefully for us, but I, I, that's a really nice player in Simone Fontecchio. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And so he's benefiting from guys being hurt right now um, and benefiting to the point where rotation minutes. All right. Jazz outscore the, Thunder 45-23 in the fourth in a game that was over, but at least they, you know, like they didn't let go of the rope, and that that group that closed the night played hard, played well. I think we saw the ups and downs of Taylor Hendricks. He got beat a lot defensively, but those are great minutes for him to be able to get out there and understand and see what's going on. Colin Sexton did Colin Sexton things out of 20. Lucas Samanich, who's trying to prove himself as an NBA player, had 14 points and eight rebounds in that stretch, so all nice to see in that Ron, when the Jazz are getting blown out, because they were down by 36, I think, at one point tonight. So they're really struggling offensively. The Jazz have, I think, had five of their last seven games where their offensive rating's been below 105. They were a 97 against Memphis, a 93 against Minnesota, a 93 against Dallas, a 104 against the Clippers. Like, it's hard right now without Lowry, with J.C. off, without John Collins tonight to score. Kessler. Without Kessler. Do you think they're just getting worn like, it's just so hard. It just is like banging your head against the wall to try to score. And at some point, that just wears them out. I think you're absolutely right, David. And to the point where you can survive for a quarter, a couple of quarters or something like that, maybe even two and a half quarters or, some, or you know, to that point. But then you do get worn out. Um, and, and your talent level is, for the most part, not as good as some of the opponents that you're playing. All right, star time. The votes have come in. Derek has voted for Fontecchio and Keontae. That's my votes. I think this one's a unanimous yeah. vote tonight um, all the way uh, around. I, I don't think you said Derek. Derek gave us an early vote. Mm-hmm. He, uh, Lacey is here. Don't worry, Ron. Your friends are here. Um, some early votes uh, coming in. Keontae's 30 tonight. Three rebounds, seven assists. Is shooting much better the last two games. Simone. 19 points, unrelenting energy, and four block shots. Those are our two stars tonight. Jazz fall to the Thunder. We'll head back home, get in the friendly confines of Salt Lake City for the New York Knicks Wednesday night. Tickets are available at utahjazz.com. Remember, Jazz Plus has amazing content for you as well. The Holly Rowe Front Row podcast has Lowry Market and Will Hardy and Ryan Smith extended interviews all available for you on Jazz Plus. Now we will send you over to the first ever 24-7 sports stream on YouTube, national sports stream on YouTube, Locked on Sports Today. Enjoy. Thanks very much for tuning in to Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone.